Hey, 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 welcome back to the Women's Healthy Living Club podcast. I'm your host, Darian, and I'm so happy that your beautiful ears are tuned into my voice today. Whatever you're doing, I hope that you're doing it with mindfulness and that it's bringing you some kind of peace. And if it's not bringing you any peace, because everything can't bring you peace, then I do hope that it passes soon, just like everything else. Anywho, today's topic is a fun one. I'm really excited about it. Seriously excited about it because it is super vital to navigating life like a G. It really is. And it's a big, big, I don't know how to, how to word this. It, it's a huge piece of the pie when it comes to living and adopting a healthy lifestyle as your norm. Because... Here's the deal. We cannot control everything. Everybody wishes we could. We all wish we could. We wish we could all be millionaires. We wish that we could have the best looking body. We wish we could have babies and not have any, like it never affected us. We wish that we could have the best silky long hair or whatever you wish. We just sometimes wish we could have it all and we could control everything and that we could predict the future and that we wouldn't have to go into the unknown and everything was just like cookie cutter, happy picket white fence, beautiful, wonderful, boom, bomb, shabam, right? Maybe you don't wish that. Maybe you're a highly advanced human being and you see that through those things you gain nothing and it's only that challenge, the challenge that brings you something. But if, if you're on that level, kudos to you, baby girl, because I am not. I am working my way up every day, little by little. Anywho, so because we don't have control over a lot of things, like there's a lot of things in life that we just can't control. We can't control other people's feelings. We can't control what other people think about us. We can't control the fact that we need to feed ourselves and have to have, you know, means and money to be able to sustain our lives in this society. We can't control where we're born. We can't control what religion is preached to us as, as kids. We can't control who our parents end up being. We don't get to choose that. If we did, you know, things, could, things would be wild if we could choose our parents. That'd be weird. But there's a lot. I don't have to list anymore. There's a lot that we don't have control over. But instead of focusing on all those things and thinking like, oh, woe is me. Life is just fucking against me and I'm... I'm just a bad luck charm and all this stuff that's out of my control is causing me to be X, Y, and Z that I don't like and blah, blah, blah. Instead of looking at it like that, like the world is against you, like you are a poor, sad little victim and everything in the universe is aimed at torturing your poor little soul. I can tell you that is not true unless you believe it. And if you believe it, it is definitely true for you and your life probably sucks. But if you don't believe it and you refuse to believe it, things can start looking up. Now, what we're going to go over today are what I've called the six control centers. And in my holistic lifestyle course under Paul Check, great practitioner of holistic lifestyle, incredibly knowledgeable, great dude. He's got his own podcast called Living 4D that is extremely informative and extremely professional and just, I mean, dude's a G. Like, I don't have to say it anymore go to his podcast, take his holistic lifestyle course. You will learn all this information and more than what I can share in this podcast. Um, But he calls these things the six foundations, six foundational principles. And 
I've decided to re return them for my own brain and other people's brains as the six control centers because these are the six tangible, tactile, ground level things that we have control over as human beings. We may not have control over a whole shitload of stuff, but six of those shitload of things we do have control over. And when we take control over these things and we accept responsibility and totally own up to being able to utilize these six control centers, man, it makes life so much easier to get through. It makes life look less like a torture tactic from the universe onto you and more like a partnership with the universe, more like, I don't know, like there's just a little bit more hope and there's a little bit more vitality and life in, in life. So the six control centers, I'm just going to list them out all in one little go. And then I'm thinking we might do a podcast briefly on each one, but I have not decided yet. So the six control centers, whoa, this buff, this, whoa, I'm driving and this bus is legit just going to swerve into my lane real quick. Like, okay, no big deal. We cool. Anyway, the six control centers, breathing, thinking, moving your body, sleeping, self-care, which is one I actually added. That's not in Paul Check's um, little, little ditty. Eating and drinking. So again, for, for you guys, if you want to write these down or whatever, if you're taking notes, kudos on you if you're taking notes from this podcast. Like, I really mad respect that. Um, and if you're not, no disrespect, that's fine too. I don't think I've ever taken notes during a podcast, which means I could up my podcast game. So the six control centers, again, breathing, thinking, sleeping, drinking, self-care, eating, and movement, moving your body. So all of those things are something that we have total control over. We control, well, if you, not everybody does, but you can learn how to control your breathing patterns and your breathing patterns can therefore help you regulate your emotions, help you get out of, into and out of different emotions. Um, or mental states and there's a podcast I have on that called breathing posture and emotions go back and listen to that for more information on your breathing control center the next one is thinking so this one is kind of tied very closely to breathing because what how our breathing is going like if it's going really fast if it's moving really slow if it's shallow if it's deep those can change the way our thinking patterns move and arise and change and all of that And thinking is one of the most foundational principles, no wonder Paul Cech called them foundational principles, to to learning how to see life. The way you think is is basically how you color the world. So like, imagine your entire world is just an empty spaced coloring book. Like, it's just outlines. And our thinking, our thought process, our perspective is what fills in all that space and creates our reality. So if I think all day long that I'm a shitty person and I don't feel good and yada, 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 then I'm going to not feel good and probably be shittier of a person. And that's my own doing because I had those thoughts and believed those thoughts and put them into into action. And I do have another podcast on language and how it affects things and um, whether you can use language to help or hinder yourself pretty good podcast too um, on thinking and words and how all that affects perspective and whatnot so 
Um, dude, I pause. Sorry. People are crazy drivers out here in the Colorados. Like, I almost just saw two accidents within five minutes of driving. Ugh. Anyway, sleeping. This was one that a lot of people kind of write off. And actually, people have been glorifying this, like, busy lifestyle of just running on four hours of sleep. And I got all this shit done. And I am do all this stuff. And I'm a doer. And I just do stuff. Because you got to work for it. Don't wish for it. Fucking work, man. Who needs sleep? Nobody needs sleep. Team no sleep. Fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. Sleeping is one of the most vital of the control centers. It is where you restore. It is where you rebuild your muscle tissue. Everything that happens to restore your body for the next day is happening during sleep. It is so important that you get sleep regularly and enough sleep and quality sleep. Next center is drinking. Not the kind of drinking you thinking. <laughs> no, drinking water, man. You got to drink enough water. Like, it's important. A lot of people, it's so funny because Tom sees patients all the time that are there for, like, muscle cramps and, you know, pain and muscle tightness and all that stuff. And they'll tell, they'll say to Tom, like, you know, I don't know why, but my calves just keep cramping. And I just, I don't know what's going on. It's so painful. And the first question Tom asks is, are you drinking enough water? And they're like, I don't drink water. I don't believe in water. How do you not believe in water? Like, you, you're saying you don't believe in 70% of your entire being. Like, what? You don't believe in water? That's not cool, man. That's not cool. And your body's trying to tell you, hey, yo, bitch, you better believe in some water because my muscles is cramping. So drinking water is super important <laughs> for staying healthy for keeping your muscle tissues kind of loose and flexible and able to slide along each other extremely important for your digestion which can have a lot of effects on your emotional status um, and and whatnot so drinking water super important control center drink uh, drink water we're gonna have a podcast on water hopefully too if I can just find the time and the the time to put in the work because there's a lot about water that I learned from the holistic lifestyle course I obviously don't want to share it all because I encourage you guys to take that course yourself and support this dude's work because it's super honest work and it's good quality work and um, you know he deserves to be rewarded for that by people taking his courses and learning more about and for themselves and and we all deserve that to be healthier happier human beings that can service our community and take care of our families and accomplish our dreams so take the course man this is unpaid, by the way. I'm just literally speaking this out of the kindness and love of my heart for the information this dude puts out in the universe. Next control center, self-care. So you're not feeling very good. You're maybe feeling under the weather. Maybe you haven't spent any time with yourself. Maybe you've been rushed. You've been caring for other people. You've been trying to make ends meet at your job, making enough money, maybe working longer hours, whatever. This will lead to burnout. You will burn out and you will feel empty and you will feel lost and you will feel sad. I I know because I've been there. I've been there way too many times where I'm like, wow, why do I feel so depressed all of a sudden and exhausted and like I cannot, cannot give another fuck about anything. I cannot. And it's because I skipped out on my self-care. It really is. And it doesn't have to be crazy. There is a podcast on self-care. Please go back and listen to it and enjoy the podcast and see if it sparks some things for you and your self-care and your relationship to how you care for yourself. And all of these things 
all of these other control centers are means of self-care if you are paying attention to them with awareness and practicing them to the best of your ability. The last two are super important and it's basically the one that most health or health and fitness professionals focus on and it's eating and how you move your body. Eating is super important. I don't have to tell you why. I probably have a bajillion podcasts. Not really. I haven't even gotten to 30 yet. But I have a lot of podcasts on food and how food can affect your emotional state, how your relationship can affect, your relationship to food can affect you. Um, and just food's important, man. It It is, people don't understand. Like people get really dogmatic about what's a drug and what's not a drug and they, they trust the big daddy government to tell them what's a good drug and what's a bad drug and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's fine. Let those people be those people, but you don't have to be one of those people. You can decide for yourself what's a good drug and what's a bad drug. And guess what? Food ain't nothing but drugs, baby. It's just a whole bunch of drugs that we have, as a society, collectively said, these are acceptable, they are wholesome, and they are good. And that's that. But don't and same with coffee. Coffee's a drug. Cigarettes are drugs. Every, everything. So anything that chemically can alter your state of being is a drug. So look at food like that. And start looking at processed food as, as a <laughs> kind of like a... Sorry, it's my car again. I kind of look at processed food lately as a... like Kind of like a crack... <laughs> a crack rock. Because <laughs> it's like... No food, no real food, real living food that comes from the earth, that grows from the ground and the soil, or that walks and roams on the soil and has eyes and eats the grass, or that has eyes and swims in the ocean. None of those things taste as sweet and as salty and as fatty and as palatable and as rich as processed food. It is, it is manipulated food. It's like somebody took... It's like somebody took, um, what am I trying to think of? It's like somebody turned, t- took like an apple and turned it into crack cocaine. Like legit. They just manipulated some variables, shredded it down, did all this stuff. And like, here, have some crack. It's just as good as an apple. It's just, it's got all the same ingredients as an apple. Just go ahead and have it. It's the same type of thing, but it's not. They're not the same. Processed foods, whole foods, they are not equal. One, you can eat more whole foods for less calories, so more volume for less calorie calorie expenditure. And, you know, on the on the most fundamental level, calories are a form of heat, energy, and how much heat you burn and how much heat you take in determines what your composition looks like, how lean you look, whether you've got, you know, jiggly thighs or tight thighs, like it, it has to do with your your energy management. So eating is a big deal. It, it can do a lot for you and can change a lot for you. But it also comes with a fuck ton of emotional baggage. A lot of it. Like, it's ridiculous. Even though, even though I know that if I eat a tub of ice cream, it's going to make me sad for the next three days. Not because of guilt. Not because I'm thinking, oh, I shouldn't eat this. I should feel bad. <laughs> and then I'm sad and mourning about it for the next three days. It physically makes you sad. Physically. Because why? It shoot and it skyrockets you up to an incredible pleasure high from this hyperpalatable, creamy deliciousness in your in that you're putting into your face. And while you're doing that, you're on cloud nine. But there is a wise saying 
what goes up must come down. And sometimes I'm not ready for that down and it hurts and it's not very fun. But I have an emotional tie to ice cream because it's what I used to eat with my mom all the time while we were watching TV. So it's kind of a weird thing to navigate and it's really hard for people, especially when we are constantly surrounded by processed food. It's like <laughs> everywhere you turn, you're like a little bit of a crack addict and everyone's like, you want some crack? You want some crack? You want some crack? You want some crack? You should have some crack. We eating crack tonight. You want some crack? Like, of course you're going to be like, yeah, I'll have a little crack. And then we have a little crack. It doesn't just stay a little crack. You end up having a lot of crack. So this podcast was not intended to be about crack, but um, I hope you can appreciate the metaphor. Anywho, the last control center movement is another part of energy management. It's also a part of keeping your body healthy, keeping your joints moving. Um, as far as being a control center, it's also a great uh, release for any type of mental health that you're going through. If you're too sad and you're too depressed and you're too down, it sounds counterintuitive. Go for a fucking walk. Get your blood moving. Move your body. Wake some stuff up. A lot of times we get depressed because we've been still all day. We haven't, we haven't ignited and experienced and, and created our own vital life force through movement. We haven't showed it to ourselves. Like, look, bitch, you alive. Woo, let's do some running. Woo, we alive. If you don't do that every now and again, you get depressed. You get sad. Your body is like, what's happening? We're not being useful. We're not being used at all. Are we dying? I think we should just die. Like, it really does work that simply in a lot of cases. And it's a lot, it can be complex in other cases too. I'm not going to down, downplay that at all. But on a, on a fundamental level, movement really matters. Same thing if you are, like for example, I was recently just out of nowhere, I had like a huge upheaval of anger. I was angry at myself because I didn't have enough quote willpower during my anniversary vacation. I had some like shitty carbs, like some fucking cookies and a Danish and stuff. And then I put on weight and I was really upset about that because I was so trying to focus so hard on cutting weight for this tournament. And I thought like, okay, I just fucked it all up. I ruined it. It's over. I ruined it. And I got so mad at myself. And instead of just harboring that anger and harboring that, those feelings and letting it send me deeper into an upset, which then would probably fuel another, um, craving or another desire to have the, the very food that upset me in the first place. Like, isn't that stupid? Um, instead of doing that, I went and fucking went ham on the bag, just like kicked the bag. Like it stole my lunch money multiple times. Like it, it didn't just steal my lunch money once it stole it like five times. And I was like, bitch, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. You're about to die. So I did a lot of kicks. I did like four, four sets of 10 rapid kicks, like no stopping. It's just going ham on the bag. And I felt so much better. I just felt so much better. I didn't feel angry anymore. I had the space and the the peace to be able to like, like I got out the physical energy of the emotion of anger just by going ham on the bag and by clearing it out through movement that gave me space to actually pick apart what was going on. Like, why was I actually mad? It's hard to do that when you're in the midst of the emotion itself. But when you can process that emotion quickly, whether it's through breathing practices or movement, then you, you give yourself the space to reflect and to see like what happened there can we prevent that in some way for the next time? Can we better, um, you know, mediate those feelings with a different activity? Because I actually, my calves are really fucking sore from the kicks. Like, sore, more sore than I felt in a long time. Like, it feels like I did some track sprints, and I did not. <laughs> so, I'm like, maybe I'll go a little less ham on the bag and do, like, some different kind of, car like, high cardio things to process that anger. But 
those are the six control centers. And, you know, if you feel like most, most people who are listening to this podcast, I would assume have a little bit of interest in healthy lifestyle and are probably already adopting some of these practices into their lives. And that's really awesome. But the more awareness we have with anything, the better, the better. Like if you are aware of how, let's, let's figure this out. Okay. If you, so it's great to get vitamin D from the sun, right? That's great. So you go out and you get your sun. You're like, I'm getting vitamin D. This is wonderful. I'm awesome. But you enhance your ability to absorb the vitamin D from the sun. The more you know about the actual process of vitamin D absorption, isn't that bonkers? It's bonkers. So instead of just being like, you know, oh, I heard this on the internet, then if you get 15 minutes of sun, then it's good and you get vitamin D, so I'm gonna do that. That's great, you're doing the practice, that's wonderful. But when you bring that extra high level of awareness into it, you triple the benefits, or you can triple the benefits. So just the awareness of these six, I should say seven, because there's seven of them, because I added self-care, but just the awareness of these seven, six to seven control centers can really help you get through the day. And I've, I love these things because I personally have tied them each to an element. Like a, the, if you go back and listen to cycles, the podcast about different cycles and nature and all that stuff, um, you'll learn a little bit more about how I tie these together. But the four elements, earth, water, wind, and fire, um, I've tied each of these to one of those elements. So Anytime I'm outside, for example, and I feel a huge gust of wind, instead of just like thinking, oh, it's fucking windy today, I'm getting in my car, I don't just let that blow by me. I think about it and I'm like, ooh, the wind, oh yeah, I should pay attention to my breathing for a little bit. And then I take that time to do some breathing practices. For sleeping and for eating, I put those in the earth section because they are replenishing to the body. And the earth is our home, it's our mother, it's what replenishes us energetically. So sleeping and, and eating are with the earth. Thinking and movement I put in fire because they, thinking ignites movement. Thinking ignites the flame of expression. You have to think something before you can do it. And you have to be able to do it to do it. So thinking and movement are in the fire. One, and I, I'm almost always like, if I'm in the sun, any given time of the day, my instinct is to start moving. I want to do yoga. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel the sun. I'm like, yeah, I should do, I should move. That feels, I should do that. We should move around, especially being outside. Um, and then the last one's water. I put uh, drinking and self-care in those two because self-care, one, it uses a lot of water. <laughs> like, just if you think of the basics of self-care, going to the bathroom, you're pooping into a water bucket, which is called a toilet. If you take a shower, you're going into a bath and using a bunch of water. You do face facial care, you're probably using some water to wash your face. Same with hair care. Like, water is foundational to our self-care. Um, it helps us feel cleansed. It's got cleansing cleansing energy and vibes. Um, so I put that in there. And then I put drinking in water, obvious reasons, because we're all trying to drink some more water. So that's why I have listed these the way I have. And I tie them to the elements, the four elements, because... Those four elements are constantly around us all the time. Literally, we cannot escape them. We are, we are them. We live in them. We live within them. It's, it's, they are foundational energetic principles that run and govern the universe. And so 
you, you can't go wrong with the four elements. You really can't. And I use them as kind of, kind of like, uh, tactile reminders, I guess I could say. When I feel the sun, I remember to think about what I'm thinking about and to assess if the thoughts I'm thinking are thoughts that I like and are thoughts that are life affirmative. I, I try to move when I feel the sun because it, the sun gives me energy and I'm like, yeah, I got to do something. And then with the earth, constantly on the earth, we're walking on the earth all the time. And when I, I think about, when I think about the earth, like before I lived in Colorado, it was totally normal and totally kosher to just lay in the grass. Like no questions asked, but there's too many damn people in Colorado. And if you, somebody sees you just laying on the grass, they're going to call the cops on you or going to be like, Hey, yo bitch, you okay? But in Illinois, it's so empty and rural and chill that you could lay in the grass for hours before seeing anybody if you're in the right places. And I miss that. I'm not going to lie. So I put sleeping in earth because that's one of the things I used to do to recharge. I would take off my shoes and put my hands in the grass and just lay in the grass and get into my breath and just feel the earth holding me. And it was a wonderful feeling. If you have never done that, dude, go do it. Try it. And imagine the earth is like a big palm just holding your little body. It's wonderful. And then I put eating in, in the earth section because food comes from the earth. That's kind of obvious. So, yeah, I like to use those, those four elements as reminders. And if you are interested, I've, I have gotten pretty deep into the four elements before even taking Paul Check's course. Um, I was very interested in that type of mental framework to start with. Um, I'm not sure why, to be honest, but it is something I've been very interested in. And I, I made an entire blog. I don't think it's up anymore, and I'm, I'm not sure where I, the writings have gone, but the entire blog was called Elemental Empowerment, and it had to do with how to use the four elements and their, their intrinsic nature, their intrinsic qualities, to help you become a healthier human. Um, so a lot of this was on there, but it's just being reframed now, and... It's good stuff, man. I love this kind of stuff. So that's all I have for you guys today about the six to seven (laughs) control centers. I hope that it was helpful for you and that you can start bringing more awareness into these practices in your day and realize that, you know, in those moments that you feel out of control, like you don't have control and that you're kind of in chaos, these are, these are anchors for, for us. These are, these are anchors for all humans that we can look to and sharpen and better to then be able to process the chaos of life a little bit more smoothly. So I really encourage you to explore these, these topics for yourself and see how they can be integrated into your life. Um, how the four elements can remind you of how to take control over your situation, um, as best you can and as much as you can, and that it gives you some peace and understanding that, you know, we can't control everything. And that's, a part of the beauty of life. It's a part of the mystery. It's a part of, it's a part of the magic of life is not, not being able to control things to see when certain things happen to synchronize themselves and when things fall apart and how to stay stable with these control centers or anchors, however you feel like looking at them. Um, no matter, no matter what's going on on the outside. So Anywho, until the next podcast, please take very, very good care of yourself. Oh, I miss podcasting so much. I'm so glad to be back. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was getting a little tired of recording podcasts by myself in the car, which is what I'm doing right now. 
so my goal is to get more interviews. That's going to take some time and some confidence on my part to branch out and start just freaking asking people on the street. <laughs> hey, you want to do a podcast? <laughs> it's like the bum down the street. I'm like, hey, you want to do a podcast about your life and how you became a bum? Um, no, but in all honesty, I do want to start interviewing more people and getting more perspectives on different topics that I enjoy and different healthy lifestyle topics that, you know, you guys enjoy. So if you have any recommendations on people you want to hear, let me know. I'm going to start pretty local. I don't have any grandiose goals of like interviewing, I don't know, like Joe Rogan or something. Like I don't have any questions to ask him. Fuckers got like a billion podcasts. I'll just go listen to the podcast. But I do want to start interviewing like local business women and um, getting, you know, getting them some recognition and some some space to be able to tell their stories and how they've gotten to where they are and maybe get some insight onto how they keep healthy lifestyles while running a business because I know that is a challenge. It's a challenge in, in anything you do, whether it's running a business, working a full-time job. It's, it's hard to keep a healthy lifestyle, but it's also not. It's extremely simple. And a lot of our challenge is self-made by emotional baggage. So anywho, until the next podcast, please take very good care of yourself. You can sponsor this podcast, I think, through Anchor and other means. But I will get back to you on how to sponsor the podcast. If you would like, please just shoot me a message and we will figure it out. Like I said, until the next time, please take very good care of yourself. I say good day. <laughs>